here we are at 10 o'clock uh, waiting to listen to Shekhar Narayan's amazing drive from India to Malaysia. Uh, with me, I also have Jyoti Vail, who is my co-host and uh, who will now explain to you a few things uh, regarding the Jyoti Vail. We welcome all the new members here. We are now in discussion with Mr. Shekhar Narayan who will be starting a solo driving experience from Bangalore to Kuala We request all the new members to follow this group to know about the future coming events. Uh, and also regarding this event, we will be first uh, talking with Mr. Shekhar Narayan. And once he is done, we will open all the others for uh, questions. During that time, you can raise your hand, he will make you as a speaker and you can ask the questions. Till then, over to you, sir, Kumar sir. Yeah, just to uh, expand what Jyoti Vail just told you, you can see in the panel above, three of us are there. Uh, that is Kumar, Shekhar and Jyoti Vail. We three are the current speakers. The rest of you are, at the moment, not uh, in a position to speak. Uh, when you wish to speak, uh, you can see the bottom, you can see the hand logo. Uh, you can always uh, 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 tap that and raise your hand. So, moderator will uh, add you into the speaker panel as and when. Uh, in the meantime, uh, one, uh, once you get into the speaker panel, please remember to keep yourself uh, in mute all the time. Otherwise, we'll have a lot of uh, ambient noise. So, always remember, uh, uh, keep yourself unmuted only when you talk. Uh, we hope uh, that the session will have a lot of exciting queries. We are hoping that uh, we will be able to complete this in seven to five minutes. Uh, again, welcome all, uh, particularly Shekhar Narayan. Shekhar is yeah. a extreme. Yeah, welcome, sir. Uh, Shekhar yeah, sir. sir is a extremely passionate traveler, a very long time member, has been traveling all around India. He he comes from a journalistic background. Uh, now lives in Bangalore. He has got uh, Innova. His most interesting trips, I, I was associated with one was a solo trip to Ladakh several years ago. And then he followed through with a solo drive to Malaysia. Uh, and that, that that is the reason why we are all here to listen to this amazing story. Because when he did it, I think uh, there were hardly any people, uh, very few people had done a drive to out of India to Singapore, Malaysia, Thailand. He was one of the very few earliest pioneers who did it. And entirely uh, on his own, without the aid of any organizer, since he did not participate in any group drive, he set up things all by himself. And uh, also, as I said, uh, he did it entirely alone. So it was a fantastic experience. Uh, sir, I would... Uh, uh, request you to just uh, briefly introduce yourself and also tell yeah. us about uh, the summary of your trip. Okay. Uh, good evening and thanks Kumar and Jyoti and particularly Kumar for uh, organizing this clubhouse and, and making me a speaker and Jyoti for the technology and all that. I am a little uh, technologically challenged person but nevertheless I think we are into it today. Uh, as a Instructor by boss, as brief introduction, I am N. Shaker. I just completed uh, 65 years living my retired and re employed 
in Bangalore at this point of time. I've been in Bangalore for the past 36 years. Earlier I was in Calcutta and then earlier to that was Tamil Nadu. That's a small background. I'm living with my wife, mom and son. My daughter got married and she's at Singapore. And for the past one and a half years, no driving, just simple driving as from home to office. That's the thing. This is a very small, I think, I don't know, very small. Uh, I think otherwise also, I think people in Bangalore and a few persons who followed me, either in the HVK in the group or in uh, in Bangalore, I think they know about me. That is a very small background on me. That's not Kumar. Anything, how do you, how do we go around again from here, Chief? Uh, thank you, sir, for the introduction. Uh, tell us, uh, when did you do this and... Uh, what circumstances did you do it? I mean, was it just because you wanted to see these places or was there any specific uh, reason? When, when exactly was it and how many kilometers was it? How many days? Yeah, the trip started from uh, just a day after Diwali, that is November 10, 2018. And it went up to December 14, 2018, 35 days. From Bangalore to Kuala Lumpur, Kuala Lumpur it's a little less than uh, 12,000 kilometers. Always had a passion for a drive. When I was young, no, uh, my folks, if I want any job to be done, just they will hand over a cycle to me. And then Shaker will go and do every job from that. That's the thing. From the cycle, it started a motorized two-wheeler. Then it became a four-wheeler. That's how my driving experience started. But that was a little later part in my life. Driving experience mainly from on work, then from Bangalore to Chennai, I always took the took my car. I scared of the auto guys in Chennai. I think that was a huge incentive for me to drive. And whenever I go with my family, I think economy of scale also operated. So that's how the driving happened. Then uh, Ladakh was the flavor of the season some five, six years back. At the peak it was, so went to Lada and obviously under the guidance of Kumar. Then after that the Shoja, I think there was a, we had a winter meeting aim, I think. We went there. Then there was a one month long uh, northeast drive with my friend Suresh and uh, Sridhar and Gopal. We went to a northeast for about 35 days of northeast trip. <coughs> then what next? Crossing the yes, borders. Sir, thank you so much. And uh, sir, you have mentioned earlier that you have lived in Calcutta for a long time. Yeah. Here, what triggered you to do it at a later stage from Bangalore to Kuala Lumpur, sir? The passion. See, when I was, yeah, the trigger was uh, driving, driving, because inland driving was always happening. Uh, it was very tempting to cross the border and show you a, it's not a driving skill just to experience how the drive, because I keep hearing about the left-hand drive and right-hand drive, how do you change and all those stuff. It's a little challenging and exploring new places. The biggest thing was that time from India to London was a trip that was being organized. But what happened, that was a little convoy type of a driving. Nothing exciting happened. All predicted like, even for small, small things, you have the support of your whole team backing up was there. 
so that didn't excite me plus uh, that was a huge cost on the huge cost also then started working how it can happen what it can happen then the nearest uh, driving away from the border was the found out that should be the southeast asia so did that drive thought about it then stuck on it worked on it but why That's did you do it alone is it that you did not get any did you not get yeah. any company or was it the that courage, you preferred to uh, be alone the courage for solo is not because i want to do it i did lack of company because lot of i bounced with, with lot of friends see at the end of the day when you want to drive for a month long drive and all that you need a lot of like minded people and uh, i contacted a few of my friends uh, close friends either they were working or they had some commitment then nothing happened from my support in the sense from my friends uh, one by one they backed out then i thought okay i started psyching myself okay let it be a solo drive because i wanted to do the drive that's how it became a solo drive when no one and was there obviously you have to do it alone that's how it was i i, I believe uh, your daughter lives in singapore and uh, one of the ideas was to visit her also isn't it yeah yeah that's what after going up to kuala lumpur dispatching the car then took the overnight bus from kuala lumpur to singapore spend a few days with her and then before flying out to bangalore back to bangalore <laughs> then i thought why not go and see the daughter and on the over the road instead of flying taking a four hour flight was there any a specific reason that you chose the innova for the trip or is it just that because you already had a toyota and toyota is very popular it was the best car for the uh you know what there is a long story when i was working in my company okay i want to make a small correction i work in a media house not on the journalistic side i am from the marketing advertising side but little exposure on the journalist how it operates that's it okay coming back to the thing when my company i was insisting the company was giving some other car then i i insisted i need to have a you know after some 2 3 years procrastinating the management i think finally yielded to my father they gave me a innova for to drive it was in the company's time till such time post my retirement i got the car uh, in my name transfer to my name after paying the book value and all that it was a quite a deal so you know a very comfortable car you can adults can go four adults can come very comfortably you can put a lot of luggage inside without even a carriage afford that it's a very comfort car it won't fail you and you know a quality was i always uh, i drove that vehicle and uh, i can guarantee for that i believed i it was my faithful or complete and sir, uh, you, you probably also got uh, sir did you face any mechanical challenges during your drive not mechanical challenges in fact uh, since it was about 12000 kilometers i checked up with the innova guys here what i should do i had a complete service done they said after about 5 6000 kilometers change the oil so i took the oil also from here i was not too sure whether innova was not available in any of the region those <coughs> other variants of toyota vehicles were available so in laos i got i fixed up from locals uh, local one of my nephew was working in innova uh, toyota motors so through him i fixed up a service center in uh, laos 
to get in service. One one of the you know every five thousand kilometers you do a top up service checking. So that was done in Laos. So I took the engine oil also. That's the thing. Otherwise, you know, not even a puncture I can say. Not even a puncture. That is, that, that's a phenomenal achievement for a car uh, going such a long distance. Uh, yeah. Not to have a puncture, not to have a mechanical problem is, is really yeah. fantastic. Kudos to Toyota, I guess. And uh, yeah. what, what, I mean, uh, uh, you you have never been to any of these places before. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, not uh, uh, Myanmar and all that. Thailand maybe, but Myanmar. Which countries did you cover in this trip? It's uh, first from Bangalore, I think, uh, through the northeast, entered Myanmar. From Myanmar, a small strip of uh, Thailand. From there. About 150 kilometers to Thailand, from there to Laos, <coughs> Laos to Cambodia, Viet, uh, sorry Vietnam, Cambodia, again to Thailand, then Malaysia. That's how the route was. And uh, that was continuously right-hand driving, left-hand driving. Yeah. Consider a lot of things. Yeah, yeah. Continuous right and left. That was the thing. And even in a small. Uh, like a uh, Cambodia type of people, uh, countries, I think uh, speed limits are all well maintained. You are marked immediately. Within the city limit, they have clear boards, how much you can drive. So it was another like, not only the right, left, then the, oh, I think my driving skill improved a lot, vastly, mainly because we overtake whenever we get a gap, either from the right or left and all those stuff. I think those are all the things I think really appreciated in those part of the country. Uh, Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. sorry. Hello. Yeah. Uh, Shekhar is Ashok from Goa. Uh, Hi, Ashok. Yeah. What I would love to hear is your complete narrative of the whole journey. Uh, yeah. Before we ask the questions, uh, yeah. so if you could please uh, start from your preparations and how you plan the itinerary, your finances, and then walk us through the whole journey and some okay. whatever the interesting challenges that you faced. <coughs> and uh, there will be challenges because you cross the border and all that. Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah. uh, and how did you go through it? The whole idea is we would like to hear the whole narrative first from you. And okay. after that. Of course, a lot of us members would like to ask the questions after hearing from okay. the whole story. Okay. Hear to hear the whole story right from the beginning, from the day you planned okay. uh, your yeah. preparations, the finances, and uh, what are things you carried in your car, uh, where did you stay, and uh, how did okay. you plan your stays, breakdowns, all the stuff. And once you finish yeah. all the things, Shekhar, uh, definitely okay. we have a lot of things to ask you. Okay. Okay. Thanks, Ashok. I think I will, uh, now I'm You should be starting, starting. Thing, because now what's happening is we're asking question and answers and the narrative is lost okay. somewhere in between, that's why. Done. I think it's a good point, Ashok. I think the narrative is like this. Yes. Once I have decided to go, uh, and that too to Southeast Asia, what I call my trip as a sea trip, how do I do? Like, I psyched myself and I was prepared to go solo also because I know that not getting a proper company. That's the thing. I was psyching myself. Then the pressure from the family, how to get a permission from your mother and wife. Kids were okay. 
that was another thing i think mother and okay i think they gave in without any i don't know because they knew that uh, i am not going to listen to them in this part of it this particular part of it they gave in as simple as that then what happened sometime quite sometime back i went and met uh, even much before my planning i went and uh, met suresh joseph in chennai who did a trip like this and he has written a book also and also then as per then i was talking to hvk also one day he was suggesting to me to have a word with ag uma magesh now he unfortunately he is no more there i met up ag also in chennai and also suresh joseph suresh joseph was much before gathering data and all that started reading blogs because a few guys uh, particularly one person from bangalore has gone to malaysia like finding out what are all the things and there was a little confusion on carnet whether to have it whether there was a deposit that was con- there was some confusion and all that so while looking all these things uh, then i landed on a contact called meda joseph she was a facilitator in terms of getting a visas arranging carnet nowadays carnet uh, it is a one time deposit to be paid to the automobile association of india which i did it one time deposit i got the carnet again there were some issues in the carnet because uh, they used some old stationery where toilet name was not written there so these were some practical difficulties i experienced uh there was some kind of a tension was there i wanted that kind of a thing because if everything is known to you there is no uh the trip is not uh, it won't look all the it's like a prepared everything i i was in for i wanting to have a small surprises then another huge challenge was i am a strict vegetarian and in these places they eat anything that moves <coughs> it's a huge problem so packed up a lot of empty stuff but that was for a very desperate situation otherwise i thought i will even couple of times i went without a meal either a lunch or a dinner i thought i will push myself then only you will try to understand what you can do because unless until that force is there you won't struggle to chase and get the things done so getting a like a, we have flown to lot many countries earlier flight was completely different from the what you do in a two wheeler or a four wheeler you have to go to the immigration office it's not all that clean like what you see in an airport it's all messed up lot of goods around these guys you need to take a open the car open all the luggages and show to them every time you leave a country and enter a country both ingress and egress you have to show everything in the car that's available like they have to see whether you are taking something which is prohibitive which are prohibited in that particular country that was a challenge then carnet needs to be signed lot many uh the entry point the immigration people are not aware of what carnet carnet is about they were asking you have entered my country why should i certify your there was a, i have stamped your visa why should i certify your car that was a problem i have to make them understand language was a problem in some of the places you need to have a it's mandatory to have a tourist guide so tourist guide was fixed and, and some of the play, uh, most but for cambodia i think you need to 
have a insurance Com Cambodia doesn't give you insurance for uh, cars that are imported into the country for a short period of time so th what uh, the thing uh, then the biggest advantage is uh, being a uh, southeast asia everywhere you had a route uh, map and a route uh, was clearly indicated in english and the local language so route was not a problem one, one quick interruption sir one quick interruption yeah uh, that yeah. means did you say that the insurance uh, was not there for the car at all and you have to depend on each country to issue a new policy in couple of places i didn't have insurance in couple of places like uh, cambodia and malaysia i didn't have insurance for the car uh, it would have been a huge problem but, but your, if something but happens but your existing insurance company could not give you a cover for these no. countries out no the existing insurance is only in india suppose if i am i was into laos for about 7 days what happened i had to take a short term insurance for, for the car for about 7 days or 15 days or whatever that minimum is there car insurance i have to take then in some places you have to take a registration plate number also you really you don't have to change your registration plate but keep it handy for uh, whenever there is a check you need to show it to them so insurance you could take uh, online or was it at the border you could buy not online uh, went and uh, i had i was telling you know i had a tourist guide in some places it is mandatory to have a tourist guide like for example in myanmar you need a tourist guide in thailand you know, apart from a tourist guide there is a what is our van similar van is a one tempo traveler tt kind of a van proceeds your car if something happens to your car what happened these guys would want to rescue like so and these are all none of the places of democracies so the rule changes by the hour or yesterday i did it tomorrow you go there they might insist on something else so i was having sometime in myanmar i was having a official from the government of myanmar from the tourism department with me and all the myanmar people by you the the mayor yeah, yeah, all paid for boarding lodging all paid by me that makes it costlier that's a big <coughs> thing that makes it a whole trip costlier you have to pay for the boarding and lodging also but not to heavy demand but you have to pay them also carry on carry on carry on yeah that was a then i that let me take a moment to reset this please yeah hello yeah 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 uh, yeah yeah Yeah. Welcome the new members here. We are now in discussion yeah. with Mr. Shankar Narayan sharing his solo driving experience from Bangalore to Bolalapur. We request you to follow the club and know about the upcoming events. Thank you, sir. We can continue. Those who yes. want to uh, raise a query, please, please raise, raise your hands. hands. You can you see, see the hand logo on the bottom of the screen. Please raise please your hands, hands and uh, you will be <coughs> uh, brought into the speaker panel. Mr. Desi had a point uh, to make.
all these things can be like not also you need to have a provision it's a very tiresome the biggest thing is one is your health the other is you should have a damn good digestion digestive system because the things the machine may not uh this thing give you up but you should not give up on yourself you should have a good system on yours particularly your own system should work well to take up the continuous driving and in evening uh, you go and see the new places obviously you are tempted you go to this restaurant and for, for a person like me i think i had to <coughs> run around some eight ten restaurants just to find one vegetarian restaurants and vietnam it so happened i was so hungry i took a burger and threw the meat portion that uh, what's in the tikki or whatever you call in the middle just ate the bun so some experiences good experiences because i know what was what i am into types those are all some of the challenges that happened didn't you have a language issue uh, talking to all these people because most of them are not english speaking and uh, yeah, you have to communicate uh, you know very uh, small small things like uh, once you know that you don't know their language and their language you don't know you speak from the heart you talk in your language be it tamil or kannada or uh, english it doesn't matter to them so they also understand in decent hotels you always have some person in the counter who understands a little english because these are all at the end of the day part of the colony also you are not going very deep but when the drive is, is deep through the countryside it's a problem otherwise in the smaller and a little known cities you always had the hotels you had a guy in the speaking english some english influence is always there all these places you can managing uh, a app like google translate uh, helps in such situations where you can a kind of uh, talk and it translates into the local <coughs> language will that help sometimes it helps i didn't uh, look for uh, about uh, it's about some 3 years sometimes you don't get the signal also in some places i tried a google this thing then i kept on selling uh, the biggest challenge was uh, how to convey a vegetarian and what is veg to them because the concept is also it's not there with them there's no concept like vegetarian or vegan or something <coughs> it is not a western country you know so that was a little difficult conveying to them that's a thing and uh, in some places uh, sorry uh, in some places i had the tour guide so i used to tell them this is what my preference is go oh, you go please address it so the tour guide managed also wherever i had a tour guide mandatorily i had to keep them you you were talking about uh, how you managed to find your routes and how yeah. you were referring google maps and all that can you can you elaborate yeah. on that uh, see what happened is uh, <coughs> google map i had print out uh, i had a, i had taken print outs on a daily basis showing the routes like you have a typical your google uh, print out uh, google map how is that i have taken print out of some 25 sheets of 25 days of travel within the outside the country google map uh, help me then i used to ask the counter also in the hotel what could be the like next 3 hours where it can take me so they used to tell this is the place you will find these are all the places so mentally mark those uh, landmarks and all that 
and in Malaysia I had a sorry in Myanmar I didn't have a problem because and uh, Laos also I didn't have a problem because tourist guide was mandatory in these two places. <coughs> so they helped me also, but they were also talking very little bit of uh, English and the way they were talking also little. I had to break my head to convey to them what I wanted, what I was looking for. So did the, did the room plan and the duration go as per your original plan? The sense that if you had said I will start from A and end in B, were you able to achieve that every day? More or less, I think, more or less, because then what happened, couple of places I reached late in the night. Uh, then I did a small mistake also. Uh, my, I didn't, okay, now that you are asking a question. Uh, Laos to Vietnam entrance, by mistake, these guys have put on as the date as 8th December. Whereas I was supposed to enter Vietnam on 6th of December, which was a... I think it was a Friday, I think. So, someone, uh, that Laos, uh, that uh, tourist guide, I had to send him back to Laos from the village where I was, which was about some 350 kilometers away. And uh, that guy went and corrected the date stamp in the Laos, that embassy there. Then he came back, so I had to spend two days uh, extra in Laos. So that has to be compensated. I had a, in every country I had one or two days off days to go around the places sightseeing. So those things were cut. Those were the plan that kept changing. Satyajit, uh, do you have anything to ask? Uh, uh, you are a speaker now. Please go ahead and ask. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 sir. Uh, so I had uh, I had uh, two questions. So one is on the planning part. So HVK sir, you asked it, uh, the first one. So I wanted to know how were you sticking to your plan and what was your, uh, I mean, backup. So you were mentioning. So uh, uh, I'm sure others also would be keen to know. So how did you go about deciding? I mean, uh, uh, what what are what are your uh, stop going to be? I mean, how did you decide it's going to be? Point A, point B, point C. I mean, how did you do your planning, sir? Yeah. To understand As I was telling, I had a, I had met earlier uh, Suresh Joseph. Edgy, uh, I didn't have that much of a detail, but Edgy, the late Edgy gave me very overall details, the do's and don'ts and what kind of thing. Overall, Suresh had a book also, and Suresh had a very detailed uh, story on that. Then I was telling you earlier, some time back, I had a one lady called uh, Meda Joseph who was coordinating on my passport and uh, arranging a couple of. Uh, what do you call the tour guides so with their help also we drew a plan redraw i think that took some time about some 10 15 days on the plans it kept on happening i was literally on the google and international what is the distance because i know that uh, i was planning for about some 400 kilometers a day not more than that so even if i go off the road i can always come back or something like that or someday if i start late or generally I wanted to reach a place before uh, sunset, that new place that will be helpful to see around the place also. So around 400 kilometers, very broadly 400 to 500 kilometers only daily I have kept. So once you know the, like in a particular, okay, from Malaysia to Thailand, if I put by road, you get a lot of maps. So kept on pruning down, cutting down, bouncing it, then bouncing with the tour guide, is it okay? So, a lot of exchanges happen, planning happen that way. 
So, for example, once you know that you are going to be in Kale, then what happened? A uh, couple of sites are there to book your uh, uh, hotel rooms. So, just uh, that was which an app there. Was, uh, which hotel site was the best for your trip? Uh, Trego was Trebo or Trego? I'm not forgetting the name. I'm getting that. Tuvago, Tuvago. That was one. Then another one was uh, Airbnb. But <laughs> Airbnb was not all that popular in uh, Southeast Asia. Tuvago was a good site. I was getting hotels. Then some recommendation from the hotel where I was telling. Because some guys had uh, their branches also in another touristy spot. So a couple of places I could do it. And again, a uh, couple of places, uh, these guys, uh, mainly in Myanmar and Laos, these guys helped me in uh, to, uh, finding hotels. The tourist guide. Uh, uh, so, request to Sakya and uh, Anupam, uh, please keep your, uh, yourself in mute mode because the ambient noise is coming. But please uh, turn on uh, unmute only when you are talking. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, sir, I have one question. Uh, yeah. Especially uh, in your route, especially outside India when you travel. So as you yeah. mentioned, uh, you had issue uh, with your uh, cell phone connection or mobile connection. So how yeah. do you manage on the street uh, while you're driving, whether it's GPS or booking your hotels, you know, while you're in travel? Yeah, what I will do, you see, whenever I land in a place, I used to buy the local SIM first. And within the like typical like India within the cities and all that local sims were working quite well with the 4G connection types. And as you move to the road and as you are in a little down, a little rural places, you have had a problem of uh, signal getting cutting off and all that. That was the thing. So sims were quite effective. Only thing is sometimes you get a lot of wrong calls and messages in their languages that you have to go for go. As I told you, like I had a daily route plan printed in a color map that I used to stick it in my dashboard on a daily basis. Change it used to be there. Then find out which is the next place of them. Like you ask in English, some guys will reply in their natural mother tongue. Then I think you can, and there are signboards and signboards out there. One can manage. And uh, regarding the hotels, as I was telling the hotel guy, I used to ask him, during around 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock or something, between 1 and 3 where I can stop. Then again at 5 o'clock, I would have reached the destination. So would have around lunchtime, I used to try the Tobago or Airbnb. Airbnb was not all that uh, in the upcountry. Tobago used to, I used to get hotels <coughs> at a good rate. Plus, as I was telling you earlier, uh, that the tourist guide also, they helped me in getting a Hotel accommodation. Sandeep, uh, you had any question to ask uh, Mr. Shekhar? Yes, uh, I hope I'm audible, sir. Yeah, yeah, audible, yes, Sandeep. Okay, thank, thanks a lot for this opportunity. Uh, my questions, uh, my question are primarily uh, subdivided into two categories. First is the planning part. I'm like, I have read not many vlogs. There is not much information given on planning part. But thanks for your insight. Uh, how much time you have spent on this uh, whole planning? And uh, how was your experience on the Garnet part? And last, I would like to know, 
uh, what is the ballpark figure that one has to look at it okay uh i'll go one by one planning part is, is more of a mind game because whenever you read a review and all that you will read good reviews you will also read bad reviews and all that that should not matter it's more of a mind game one has to as i mentioned earlier one has to psych himself or herself that i am there come what may few things can go wrong here and there plan for it again tour uh, road map also even that happens in india also from point a to point b if you go like we used to ask the chief like boss he will say 400 kilometers from this to place to that place you go and, and call me around 4 o'clock i will get a room type more or less i think uh, without the help of hvk a similar thing i followed that post afternoon used to check because really you don't know which place you are going to land in the night how far is going to land in the night that was the thing and what was the other question ஆர்னெட்ரிட்டு 300% of the value of the car you have to make a deposit which they will give you once you come back with all the carnet documents now yes. no more like that it is just a one time deposit depending on the number of days you want to plan your trip means that means the number of pages in the carnet is like a number of pages in a passport you will get not 20 pages 40 pages 80 pages passport same way you will get a 10 15 and 20 pages or something carnet you get uh, as a pages and also the kind of car you have so in my case uh, it was about a lakh of rupees plus some service charges service charge means government charges what i that's what i meant service that time gst was not the service tax was the so, so the lakh was the, the lakh was the fees itself right i mean it is a non it's a one time payment to automobile western india automobile association and i became a uh, automobile association member in uh, south india means in bangalore there uh, chapter automobile association of south india because you have to become a member to get avail the facilities so i became a member in bangalore automobile association of india so voting that number uh, membership uh, i paid my carnet fees uh, for to western uh, to in bombay to the western india automobile association and what is the ballpark figure for the whole journey See, the biggest uh, thing which is not relevant to the day to day expenditure one is the carnet the other is the uh, shipping the car back so all put together it cost me around 12 1.5 million yeah indian rupees very comfortable because uh, first time i don't want to cut corners and all that i was more interested in making a good trip could have saved a few 1 lakh 2 lakhs here and there had it been given more much better planning but that was uh, I, i i suppose with more people also in the car you yeah yeah i was about to, yeah i made that point i was a alone guy if you had more people like ideally is a two or three person says i always say three person is more ideal because you can share one room everything cost comes down 
only the eating expenditure goes up otherwise you can share three uh, persons to your room food will be the this thing i think and um, very uh, very surprisingly the fuel expenses were very cheap abroad everywhere we are now talking about 1995 rupees uh, diesel at that time i think diesel was around 75 something in india there and all that i got at 60 rupees in malaysia was a lottery i thought i could bring a barrel or a few lorries it was around 22 rupees or something uh, or one ringgit something like that it was in malaysia so cheap diesel Sri Jay, yeah, if you had more purple, you can. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry. Uh, who was that? If you had more purple, one thing is you can cut down cost. You will have good company. Again, it all matters. It should not be for the sake of it. You should have good company. You should be enjoying the thing. That's the thing. Uh, would uh, Sri Jay want to ask any question, please? Yeah, sure, uh, sure, Chief. Thank you, uh, Shaker Sir. Firstly, it is a great yeah. privilege for you know uh, for us to listen to your experience and the entire you know journey you're speaking about. So thank you very much for uh, sparing time and you know just enlightening right. us. <laughs> yeah, I just had two questions. One was, uh, yeah. did you face any extreme climate in uh, any of these uh, countries? Okay. And uh, okay. the other is, did you have any safety-related issues in the entire travel? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good question, Sujay. Uh, see, Southeast Asia is more or less our temperature, our climate only. In the sense, if you go like a southern part of the climate, Chennai type of thing, if you go, draw a parallel, our South India means I'm talking about Chennai to Sri Lanka to Southeast Asia, more or less the same climate. And since I went in November, December, there was a nip in the morning, and particularly in one place in uh, Myanmar, where I had to cross. Some two three hills, it went up to seven thousand feet. There it was really cold, really cold. At least I had a pullover and all that, and sitting in the car, I think that made the not much of a difference. Two wheeler obviously will anyway, whether uh, irrespective of the climate, you are always covered. Two wheelers, at least in the case of four wheelers, climate was not a big botheration because if in a very cold climate, you will have ice and black ice, ice related problem. It was not there. And coming back to security issues. I was feeling quite safe. I never, never ever felt threatened. And uh, okay, then cautiously I never went into any alleys in the night. I always walked in the bright uh, roads, well lit roads. Again, when I reach a particular station or a city, I ask the hotel what are the nearby places where I can try out my any food, what kind of food is available either in the hotel or outside. So nearby places, you always get to know the place and move around. But if you are staying in a rural, I just stay tight in the room. I don't go much out because there is not much of a thing to go around in the night. I never felt uh, any security issues that way. Thank you. Yes. Raki, would you like to ask any uh, question, please? Uh, yes. Uh, hello, everyone. Thank you. It's been a privilege uh, listening to your experience. Uh, actually, uh, I am also a solo traveler, and okay. I have traveled India for a year, uh, taking okay. a break from my job. I did it solo, but I am planning, uh, you know, uh, these uh, countries, Asian countries, for six yeah. months. 
So, okay. have you experienced like any kind of issue with respect to women's safety or something which additionally uh, I should think of while you know planning all these things? And uh, secondly, uh, whether you faced any visa issues in these countries? Okay, uh, thanks, Rocky. I think uh, really honored. Uh, coming back to uh, security again, the same issues and particularly for women. If you are planning to go alone. Again, follow the same kind of uh, principle what you follow in India. Don't drive alone in a narrow path in the north. Or very uh, lit place only you go. You don't go to small... Okay, you will understand, I think, your conscience and uh, your sensibilities will tell you where it's a safe and non-safe place. Follow the same principles. Places are safe, that much I can tell you. Be it a man or a woman. Shouldn't be any... I haven't faced that's why I'm based on my experience. And since you say that it is going to be a six months, I'm assuming it is a four-wheeler. If it is a two-wheeler, you have to take some kind of uh, precautions because uh, you are exposed completely as a thing. There you have to take some precaution, two-wheeler. Okay. Otherwise, it's a quite a... Think probably it is going to be a four-wheeler only. Only thing is now that, uh, like what I did in India is to go to the remote places where not all people will, you know, go. Of course, I saw some uh, uh, which are, you know, monumental things which I have to see. So, uh, yeah. just because this is six months, I'm planning to go, you know, places which are not generally explored in those areas. So, from that okay. context, will that be any issue? Like, of course, uh, matlab, See, any, yeah, sorry, sorry, I'm not cutting in. Any touristy place is not a problem. Because there, I think you have a lot of control, controls in place. But again, in, I have seen in the night and all the people with family, without family, people walking and all that very, I won't say without any botheration about the way one worries about security. But at the end of the day, we have to take care of ourselves. Yeah, whether you are in England or India or US or in Myanmar or any other place, end of the day. But those times, according to me, I think those countries are much better in terms of... Uh, uh, feminine security or uh, security for women is better than I should say better than India better than India unless until we want to uh, adventure and prove some point let's not do that kind of stuff I think if you go to a tourist point it's always crowded means I'm what I'm trying to say is uh, it's a small tourist to big tourist and all that choose your hotels a little carefully okay thank you so much sir thank you and six months though you can do a, I think you can go very deep in these places. All this Southeast Asia. Six months is a lot of period, lot of ex time to explore. Very okay, so deep. That's, that's the plan actually. So I'm just wow. hoping that Achha, you are talking about a visa process. Okay, but that's good. So nice. And you are talking about visa process in uh, two three countries. For example, in Thailand, I had taken one visa in India. When I entered Thailand for the second time, I think I took the facility of visa on arrival. Same in Laos is visa on arrival. Myanmar, uh, Malaysia, Vietnam, I've taken visa in advance. So I think we can check. I think most many countries in Southeast Asia, I don't know, post-COVID, I don't know what is the scene. Uh, otherwise, uh, visa should not be a problem. Only thing is the way you submit your plan to the visa, from one country to the, I think, have a gap of at least uh, one month before the travel to the, or two months before the travel and applying visas. 
Okay, sir. Okay. That one thing I think we should take care of because it should uh, for Thailand and uh, Thailand it goes to I think comes to south of India. Same is the case is Malaysia. For Laos and other thing it goes to Bombay. Some visa goes to Delhi. <coughs> so your passport goes up and up and down. It takes some process each place. Even if you assume a one week process, it will take you at least five six weeks to get a visa. Even if the visas are online and on arrival visa, it's always better to take visa in advance because you don't know what kind of situation might prevail. Because unlike an airport, no, it is not a same place where the truck also enters the country and you also in your car enters the country. It's not all that uh, okay people friendly to enter. It's more of a goods friendly visa entry points. So it's always better to take visa in advance. Yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you, Shaker sir, uh, for all the clarifications. Just yeah. uh, for all those people who came in late, uh, we are now listening to Shaker talk about his uh, solo drive from India to Malaysia. Uh, he's been uh, uh, flooded with a barrage of questions, uh, and, and I can tell you that he is sitting sixers. Uh, I, I, I would like to ask uh, Anupam what question he has for uh, Mr. Shaker. Okay, so hi, uh, thank you, Kumar sir. Uh, hi, Shaker sir. It is uh, yeah, it is really really nice listening to you. A very specific question. I understand plan and actual are always a difference. So, yeah. what were the top challenges which came in you know your route? Uh, I would like to know that and how did you overcome that and you know uh, how how was the okay was the See, how many is, challenges you face yeah. you know on a scale? See, again, within the same country, for example, uh, from Myanmar entering to Thailand, you have two, three entry points. Which entry point you have to choose that you have to decide. Same is the case in Myanmar, you want to go to the... I'm not still getting the name of the new capital of Myanmar. I haven't gone there. I have not taken that thing. I went to Mandalay, the old one. So, again, decide the place, how do you want to do it? Then what happens now, depending on the number of days, you can stretch the plan, make changes. Is that you are asking, I think, am I? No. Naye Pitao, the new capital of Myanmar, sir. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So, on your Pitao, was, of course, the visa entries and, you know, the barriers which you decided. But any major border which came on the way, you know, to, to fulfill your plan? Not much, but for that one, uh, uh, oversight or overlooking the fact that uh, the date on the visa in uh, to enter in Vietnam, that was two days, I went two days ahead. <coughs> so I had to stay back in Vietnam, Laos, in some small dingy village, because that was about uh, 80 kilometers from the border crossing. So I had to go back at the 80 kilometers, then find another place to two days to stay there. So that was a little, uh, I think, upsetting thing. But I think what I did was I had a extra two days, one day extra planned in Cambodia and one day in uh, Penang, which I cut down. Okay, so that's nice. So otherwise, uh, exigencies happen because every place uh, I think you will have every country rather one or two days extra to go for a sightseeing. So same thing happened. I arrived Thailand uh, in the night and the morning. I just crossed the crossed into Malaysia. So all the things I cut down there. So th that that 
some small uh, small changes happen that's happen right. fair enough i think otherwise there is no fun element if everything goes as per plan you're right but it's not been too much you mean okay, continuing on challenges what would you have done yeah what would you have done if your car had broken down or your technical problems with the car i didn't have a see one is the faith in the car that's number one the other is a uh, i was more worried about an accident than the failure in the car i had a small brush up in uh, myanmar in one of the hill tracks uh, because getting used to the right drive left drive and all that i was just overtaking not overtaking i was just turning and taking a turn on a hillock then suddenly one other guy came and uh, my left luckily he hit the fender only that was a problem i think uh, lawos i got it a small tinkering job i did it that's i got it done then what happened in cambodia since i cut down one more day uh, i drove in through the cambodia one day after seeing the pol pot that museum the killing fields i wanted to reach the cambodia capital i reached in the night what happened after 6 pm i realized one of the headlight is not working so i went on the what do you call that my my parking light i drove about some 2 hours in the night on a single road that was a little sterner stuff uh, it's a single road in cambodia roads are not all that good it's like a typical our uh, rural roads samara found a garage that guy could understand what i wanted so he fixed the bulb immediately so there was a delay of about i reached the cambodian capital in the night at about 10 pm only instead otherwise i should have reached there comfortably at 4 pm gone around so these things i think happen prepared but luckily uh, no major uh, letdowns and again being a toyota thing i took a few fuses and all that though i not a good guy on the machine i can't repair anything i can change tires and all that otherwise i can't do anything i haven't learned or i am not a mechanic types then the i had to was never a challenge never a challenge uh, police were or helpful they call me two three times wanted to see the document then they asked who is this mad cat wanting to the luggages so those kind of comments and all that happened but once they see the genuineness of your uh, once the way you present the documents and all that okay they say good luck thank you thank that's you that's what really really nice thank you thank you yeah krishnan would you like to ask uh, shekhar sir a question please shekhar sure, kumar sir very good evening one and all to the always uh, first yeah. to boss myself i'm uh, i'm uh shekhar sir is my my father's brother so it takes a uh, immense proud and uh, pleasure for us to hear all his experience to start with and abba the very first question what i want to ask you is yeah. is there any interesting incident or is there any funny or any eyebrow raising incidents that you encountered during the travel or stay that's my first question and uh, any anything worth mentioning uh and the second question uh, yeah you told about some visa hiccup issues uh apart from that what uh, any other thing that you can feel that that could have been done better during your travel yeah yeah you can say something like that the third question is uh i know like you have written some uh, detailed blog and you also do some facebook posting with pictures then and there and uh, do you have yeah. any plan to write a book wow okay 
lot many uh, good man krishna nice to have joined you happy about it uh interesting things uh, what you observed in a few places and the interesting thing is how i suffered on the uh, what do you call that place in vietnam i stayed overnight i was hungry for i told you one incident about how i threw the tiki out and just ate the bun and all that i was hunger for like small intestine eating the big one i was just went restaurant and after restaurant first of all i had to i thought instead of asking whether you have food i started asking do you speak english 11 guys said i don't we don't speak english no english then one restaurant guy said i speak english then i asked do you have veg food he pointed out go after some 10 shops away you will get a english in vegetarian food so that was i think i had money hunger was there i think it didn't quest my or uh, i could uh, i couldn't eat struggle for one and a half hours that was a good experience i think that me really put me i won't say put me down it showed me what i am or what in the front of the world you may have money you may have everything you may speak english you may have dollar dollar converted into the local currency and all that but it is not going to solve your hunger run for the i think i went to restaurant to restaurant like begging first of all i stopped like generally you go to a restaurant and ask for food i asked for do you know english then i asked if you speak english do you have any vegetarian stuff to eat i think in the 20th or 25th shop i think i was successful i didn't the moment she said uh, we have vegetarian food i didn't ask anything i just took a plate started filling everything gobbled then i think uh, i get like a pig then only i settled the bill later i i spoke to her then on that was a nice experience for me <coughs> and a few places few tourist spots was quite uh, interesting to say that was quite like when one place uh, there was a narrow gauge train that runs both sides were they have shops uh, means people in a relaxed uh, put a easy chair start reading their paper drinking beer and all that the moment the train comes everyone just moves around then again back to their own position that was a good sight i heard. writing about books i am a very bad writer i think with great difficult after about uh, i think last uh, when corona happened lockdown happened i think i with great difficulty i filled up or i wrote the blog called payanam that's a thing i don't intend writing books and all that i'm i am i'm not a prolific writer shaker okay. has a very very good portfolio of photographs uh, which are in his facebook i will also yeah. share that uh, for all the benefit of everybody apart from that uh, he was also kind enough to uh participate in a series of 10 videos which we made uh, immediately after his trips which explain various aspects of his trip and uh, i can tell you that they make extremely useful viewing They're very comprehensive he has walked you through almost all the aspects which uh, uh, we will be concerned with as a cross country i mean uh, international motorist uh, i would request all of you to see it i will uh, give you the links in the facebook thanks sir after i think uh, i should thank chief and jyoti for this for the video shoot and all that it was looking like a one step shoot type that really turned out to be well it came out quite well 
okay. I have to play with. Oh, okay. It's like I'm exporting a car. I'm. I came in a car to Thailand and going out without any record. It should not happen. I have to tell them, make them understand. Yeah, it's very, very. I'm very, 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 the card currencies are good for euro usd pounds and all the well known currencies not for these currencies i think but for uh, malaysia all the currencies were much lower than you i used to see a note of rupees for 1 lakh and then 1 million rupee note and not rupee the local currency note and all that so <coughs> the currency what i had is i think the best was a uh, us us dollars or in a card if you want to be safe Carry US dollars and get it converted. And in Cambodia, Cambodia is one place where they accepted the US dollars as well as your local currency, their local currency. Okay, but no need to carry cash, right? Uh, card money is okay. Cash, I think better to carry dollars and dollars which is government to want because it's always better to have some dollars in cash and some dollars in because some of them might not be having cash and credit uh, because there. Another problem I faced with the card is they had a six-digit uh, pin, whereas in India we had a four-digit pin. Right, right. Thank you, sir. Yeah, in Cambodia I had an issue of a six-digit pin and four-digit pin because when I put the four-digit pin, it was not working. Okay, right. So that certainly had to have uh, cash, a little uh, liquid cash, or sell cash whenever you get a first opportunity so that you are not stranded in a country where you don't have tea making transferring or getting money right thank you shaker sir on that clarification satyajit you quickly your follow up question yes sir so my other question was similar to what shrijay asked so on your planning for your finances how did you do it? I mean, you said you spent overall 12 lakhs on your uh, planning. So, I mean, uh, just wanted to know, I mean, uh, was it something that you had already budgeted for? And how, how much did it vary uh, compared to your original planning? How did you carry that? It didn't vary much because uh, per day I calculated around 25 to 30k on an average, including fuel, passport, visa, my return flight, hotel, the fees to the tourist guide, approximately it worked about uh, some 25k per day. Approximately, I'm just giving a ballpark figure. Yeah. I think if you divide the total amount by the money, I think spent uh, per night as well as the shipping the car back, it more or less worked that kind of uh, money. And uh, hotels were much cheaper than India. Food was very costlier because a lot of zeros were there. Maybe because of their currency, weakness of the currency, even for Indian rupee was looking much bigger. Yeah, sure. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Abdulesh, uh, what is the question you have, please? Hi, hi thank you. <coughs> hi, uh, Sekar, sir. Thank you uh, so much for sharing incredible experiences of yours. Um, I, I have been a proud member of uh, HBK since 2016 and I'm feeling privileged of hearing such incredible uh, experiences and stories from you. 
Uh, my questions are uh, in two parts. Uh, first one is uh, how one, uh, you know, how one should keep himself or herself motivated for long road journeys, especially considering if the person is in a later phase of life. And uh, the second one is uh, what are your future plans? Thank you so much, sir. Okay. How one keeps motivated, it is your passion that drives you. Simply put. And your physical, uh, your body should cooperate with you. These are all the two things primary of, primary important. Because it should not become mind-willing, body-not-willing types. Your body also be able to take the pressure of sitting. Because all sudden, imagine in 35 days, you sleep in 35 different places. You eat 35 different breakfast, lunch, dinner, good, bad, ugly, all those means, okay, for a person like me, who has some kind of a, put a rather a self-indulging uh, or a, my own conditions on the food taste and preferences. So these are all, these are all the, some of the things one need to either prepare for it and overcome. I think nowadays food should not be a problem. You can carry your own food. If it is a car, you can pack a lot of stuff. You can carry your own food and all that. Uh, uh, were you lucky that you did not face any health issues? Were, were you lucky that you were not able to, you didn't face any health issues or uh, uh, did it happen? Atulesh, I think one more, I think, question I missed the Atulesh question. Yeah, yeah. the second one was, uh, what are your future plans? Future plans. Coming to the future plans, uh, I should have been ideally, if the normal situation prevailed, I would have been on a Bangalore-London drive. Unfortunately, but see, COVID, it's not happening. Let's hope next year it happens or somewhere else. I just hope it happens next year. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's great. Thank you, sir. Didn't have, thanks. I didn't have a health issue. I think that's the biggest thing. That's what I'm telling, no? Uh, mind willing, body not willing or body willing. You should, your body should cooperate. Your digestive should be, because you should be very pick and choose. You have to control your diet in eating so that you don't have any after effects in terms of indigestion or something like that. That's a minimal thing that happens generally. If you keep traveling, if you keep eating different foods and different kind of a thing, because we are not used to that kind of a off-boil food and all that, no? even be it vegetable. That was an experience, I think, luckily my body cooperated. That's all I can say. I presume you had uh, normal uh, mediclaim and health insurance, overseas health insurance. Overseas, yeah, that I had to take. Again, overseas health insurance, uh, you have to stay in the country. Two, three insurance guys refused me because they asked me to show the tickets. I told them there is no ticket. Now, how are you going? I'm, I'm going by road. Well, we don't have any facility to give insurance for the guy who goes on road. <coughs> Very funny. Then luckily, I think Tata AAG gave me an insurance for the whole one month in all these Southeastern Asian countries and all that. Because these guys are also, they have set policies, mainly to Europe, Western countries and all that. One week, 10 days, one month, three months, six months, that kind of a thing. When you tell them, I want to go by road, none of these guys, are like for example, I had a couple of insurance from Sundaram. Sundaram straight away said, uh, we don't give road insurance if you go by road. And they started advising you, why are you going by road? <laughs> You don't have an answer to it. Insurance, you have to have an answer. Kumar sir, we are nearing 75 minutes. Please make a note of it.
yeah. yes of course yeah okay. uh, uh yutika would you like to ask shegar sir any questions please yes sir first of all hello chief how are you been so long and hello yeah good yes, to sir. see you here good to see you here <laughs> Well, I am so glad I joined. I I found out from Dad yesterday night that HVK is on uh, this thing also, Clubhouse, and I'm like, okay, that's great. You know, it's time to you know get this moving as well. Okay, so my question, Seeker Sir, is um, you know, Dad has been planning this uh, trip from Bangalore to Thailand for like forever, right? And I think uh, I don't know if that happens or not. I would definitely want to go and drive myself as a solo, uh, you know. Solo uh, adventurous uh, from Bangalore to Malaysia for sure. Uh, okay. Yeah, considering me being a woman and me going alone, uh, how how safe or how uh, hassle free would this particular journey be in today's time? Okay, it's a good uh, thing. Good luck to you. Uh, if you are going up to Thailand, it's only two countries, Malaysia and Thailand. If you are going up to uh, Malaysia, it will be six countries. Safety-wise, I think I answered some time back. Should not be a problem as long as you take a minimal kind of a typical wherever you go. I think you will take some precautions. I think that should be enough. Right. I think listen to a thought. That's all I can say. I think fairly good. Uh, only when you are traveling through the rural area, for our own safety, I think we have to be a little more uh, in the terms of choosing the hotel and all that. Shouldn't be a problem. I that's what I feel. Uh, having been there, I didn't. I never felt any rather. Uh, should be a security. I think it's a go. It's a. I will say good. That shouldn't be a problem. Okay. Driving get used to the right and left kind of uh, driving. Right. You know that's uh, all sudden very easier than the all easier said than done. Suddenly while going as you come out of your uh, hotel or wherever you are stopping now. Immediately, you will tend to look at uh, to the left in Indian conditions. Right. Look at the right. So you have to cycle. Okay, man, you are going. You have to take a right turn instead of taking a left turn. Those kind of stuff. I think should not be a. If you are like a conscious driver, that shouldn't be a problem. Security is not a major issue. Good things, bad things everywhere happen. Accidents do happen everywhere. But I think if you are uh, driving there, I think it's much preventable because. There is a orderly thing in that madness. The way they drive, they don't unless until the car in the front gives you way, you don't overtake. Even in a place like a Myanmar or Cambodia, there are a lot of. Was the same thing in Sri Lanka as well. Yeah, yeah, Sri Lanka. I haven't driven. Uh, I've been to Sri Lanka. I haven't driven personally in Sri Lanka. I missed the trip when the boss arrived. Arranged it. <laughs> Oh, that was a very, very good trip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it's a that way. I think it's a very safe place to drive. That nothing should be. Only thing is do a lot of a uh, little bit of planning. Sit before the computer. Sit, understand the roads, routes, where you are going to start, where you are going to end the day. That's the thing. And today, what else? That everything can be booked in advance. Right. As moving, as you keep moving, and. For uh, not only for you, for others also. I'm just a call or message away for anyone venturing out anywhere. I'll take you on that then. <laughs> Anything technical. Thank you, sir, for uh, for this offer. Uh, we yeah. are really tight on time. Uh, yeah. But so we have very uh, we we can take a few more questions yeah. quickly. I want to ask uh, 
Anupam, what was the follow-up question here? Okay, so not a not a follow-up question here. Just a small uh, token from our side, being an HVK member. Anytime, Shekhar sir, when you come over towards Noida, Greater Noida or Chennai, your car service and maintenance is free of cost from World of Service. Thank you. Thank you. That is a wonderful gesture. Thank you. Very good gesture. Most we have a question. Okay, sir. Ashok, please. Ashok, hang on, Deepak. Ashok, can you complete your question, please? Yeah. Shekhar, whenever we go on the trip for the first time, the trip is always challenging. There will be surprises. The experiences are very different. And we always have that uncertainty and that fear in our mind because we don't know what to face. Now that you have been through this whole process for one month through the whole journey, Suppose yeah. if you were to take up the same journey, let's say 2022, yeah. uh, would you plan it any different than the, basically the learnings and experiences? Uh, would you yeah. add something uh, which you had not done earlier, some learning, some experiences, which you would do it differently? Would you plan the same trip differently? What different <coughs> things you would do if you are doing the same trip again? See, basically, the learnings of this trip. I understand the thing. First of all, as you told, as you just pointed out, it's an experience. Even seeing a tree in a small place is an experience. Now I am very clear what to do. Like I can exercise my choice of places, where to go, all the places what I have missed during this journey. I will cover. Trip can be roundabout, a little more, little less. You become more confident. But it's a thin line between confident and overconfident. Still, you have to have that cautious thing to be exercised. How different? I don't think there is not much of a different thing to happen. Because there was no greater visa. Maybe in future, after that, a big lesson is to look at the visa dates very carefully, minutely. Because it is written in a small pen and it's stamped above it. Sometimes the dates are not very visible. Now I started looking through a magnifying glass, what is the visa date, exit and entry date. That's one thing learning. That was a big learning. And driving, I think as I said, uh, I can go to new places, take other routes to get into all these places. That's why I, so I don't think anything majorly different it will be. Any majorly it will be different. We are lucky here to have Deepak Gupta with us. He is a much-traveled uh, international motorist. He is, uh, uh, apart from having done a lot of drives in North Central Asia and all that, he also has done a pole-to-pole, -pole, uh, North Pole to South Pole. So I am I, curious to know what Deepak has to ask uh, Shekhar, two veterans uh, uh, talking to each other. Deepak, over to First of all, uh, thank you, HV. Uh, and uh, hello to Shekhar Ji. Shekhar Ji, I yeah. have a very important question. Yeah. One. Were you carrying your personal accidental insurance from India? Part two, were you carrying some sort of insurance for your vehicle from India? Okay. Okay. Uh, as I told you, I needed two insurance. One is a health insurance for self. Other is insurance for the car. Indian companies doesn't insure car for others, other country beyond India. Maybe Bhutan or Nepal, I don't know about that also. But let's confine to Indian borders, not beyond Indian borders. And you have to buy insurance 
from their respective countries for your car. So you are not, so you are not carrying vehicle insurance from India. The moment you cross over from India to Burma, yeah, you, you were uh, having no insurance on your vehicle. No, the moment I entered Burma, the about a hundred meters, I had a gate to be stamped and carnet stamped and all that. There, I was telling you, I had a facilitator in Burma. It's a mandatory one. That guy has bought the insurance for me because since he knows that I'm going to come, he bought the insurance details. No, no, no insurance company, no, no underwriter was ready to provide me the insurance for the vehicle for six months from uh, riding from Alaska to Antarctica. So, okay. in, in some of the countries, we were, we were without insurance. I understand. It's a. I was scared in Malaysia and Cambodia. Cambodia refuses to give an insurance. Yeah. I was scared. Some of, some of the countries don't give insurance, and you are without the insurance of the vehicle. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. No, no coverage anywhere. And so I am planning. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll connect. You may connect to me personally. I will connect yeah. you to a gentleman in Bangalore. Yeah. I think he. He forced some underwriter to give us an insurance on the vehicle, but yeah. I suppose that was a fake one. We paid a heavy price for the motorcycle. We paid something like one lakh eighty thousand rupees uh, for a motorcycle. Okay. For, for four months. I don't know how yeah. how that was uh, because at the time of claim we could not get the claim. Okay. Okay. So I'll connect uh, with the gentleman if you can understand. But I think you are based in Bangalore. I am based in Bangalore. Uh, since you are already uh, also leaving in next year for London, I was also supposed to leave for Norway. But okay. Uh, last two years, uh, COVID has uh, <coughs> put a halt on all the travel plans. Okay. Okay. Uh, Finally, I will connect with you. Please do send me the details. Another two names I think I missed out uh, mentioning. One is Kumar Shah. From Gujarat. He's a very good friend of mine. Yeah, I spoke to him sometime before the trip. And also there is another gentleman who unfortunately passed away in an accident. King Richard. King Richard and Manju are the two guys. King Richard passed away two months back in Kundapur. Uh, yeah, Kundapur. He stays very close to my house. I went and met him. He also made a lot of trips on bikes in USA and all those. He was planning something. He and Manju went on a bike trip from Bangalore to London. I think I spoke to them. So, sorry, I forgot these two names to mention also. And unfortunately, King Richard died in a Rajasthan. I think in a small accident. Yes, yes, yes. He, he, he Uh, trips like these are very inspiring and uh, 
each one of us wishes to emulate uh, you on these kind of trips you can make out uh, that there are a lot more questions uh, people want to ask you but i i guess we have a shortfall of time uh, to just broadly summarize i think uh, shaker has uh, done a lot of research so it's not easy there's no toolkit he has painstakingly uh, found out all the aspects relating to the drive yeah quite a number of uh, challenges uh, like we just heard about taking insurance cover or on uh, specific issues like vegetarianism language uh, all those uh, challenges are there and uh, there are certain countries uh, which have very strict regulations regarding escort services so i think broadly one needs to do your research uh, these are all regulations which keep changing from time to time and a trip of this magnitude is not for the faint hearted as you can see it is very expensive so you need to uh, for most of us you need to really save a lot of money uh, for this one time once in a lifetime uh, adventure so uh, i i sometimes keep seeing uh, enquiries from people asking about such trips as to they are going from lalbagh to uh, kaban park it is not so simple yeah uh, it is uh, neither uh, simple to plan nor is it uh, uh, easy to execute financially you need to be very strong and uh, obviously uh, young people need to also look at other uh, uh, pressures on their time like their jobs and careers so shekhar sir is fortunately retired so he could uh, take off 35 days and uh, lastly but not the least i think a very very important thing is to have the right car a right vehicle bike or the car so which you know very well and you have confidence in because once a car uh, i mean all the toyota are such a very popular brand name as you could have you heard from shaker that there are hardly any innovators in the circuit which you went so don't uh, uh, assume that you will get support you need to be extremely uh, uh, well prepared for any contingency uh jyotivel how would you like to say any few words please uh thank you so much for the session sacred sir as well as kumar sir i uh, would request all the new members to follow the club for the upcoming updates uh, nothing else thank you over to you kumar sir we uh, we uh, we just uh, started launch this uh, week and uh, this is indeed our first big uh, talk session and we are very privileged to have had shaker sir uh do this uh, for us and uh, we are working on a schedule where we will have three meetings every week on tuesdays we'll have a session where we will just have a free rolling session where we talk about routes trips restrictions etc thursdays uh, uh we hope to take up uh, as a debate on any specific issue which we are concerned about which could be road safety which could be navigation anything and every saturday we would like to invite a star speaker like shaker sir and we have i can tell you that we have so many interesting people uh, even today in this room we had such fantastic people uh, who can share their experiences who we have lot to learn from their guidance and their uh, their stories so and that is where we stand uh and uh, thank you for listening 
I know it is a very very short period of time. Ninety minutes is not enough for us to discuss a topic of this magnitude. But yes, we all need to move on. Thank you and good night. Give one last word. My thanks to you and Jyoti particularly, and also to all the participants. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, thanks again from me to Jyoti also. He has been the backbone of this initiative. and uh, he has been providing lot of guidance and uh, been the rock uh, bell uh, uh, you know gibraltar rock for me to run this program thank you thank you sir thank you so much thanks to hvk sir for so your initiative thank you hvk sir yeah thank you all uh, i think with this we conclude the meeting uh, look forward to meeting you again in the coming days thank you thanks yeah